Well, welcome to this edition of the mind of a mentor. I can't believe. So I started to record a recording on Friday and then I started to record a recording on Saturday and today is Sunday and I am determined to complete this one. The problem is sometimes I'm just thinking through thoughts when I'm recording and what happens is I start to give out really great ideas when I'm talking through them and I'm like, oh, stop, I got to write this down. I can't publish this because somebody's going to take advantage of it and they're going to run with it. And I would rather get paid as a consultant than to give this away for free. Um, I was looking in the news the other day and I was looking at how the airline industry is having this major crisis where they're laying off people by the thousands rather than hiring by the thousands. They don't know what to do because their their flight attendants um, or their, their transportation of people service is not doing anything. You know, anything can be done as a service. And when you have a service, you can have a monthly service fee when you have a contract with people. Like if you go and you want to get your uh, building, your house or something like that, exterminating, you get an exterminator to come in, they usually have you pay for a um, 12 month contract and it's like $45 a month. Just wondering what would happen if some other industries that have failed during the pandemic did the same um, and and thought thought through it. Disney last year released Disney Plus after a year and a half of anticipation. And as a result, they had over 100 million people subscribe to a $6.99 a month service. That is seven, that's almost, almost a billion dollars in revenue added to Disney. Disney will not struggle through the pandemic. They've had some issues, but last year they brought a billion dollars in revenue on. People are fussing about paying $29.99 to watch Mulan at home before it goes out in the theaters in December. And I'm sitting here going, hmm, 30 bucks. I spent about that much when I'm with my daughter at the movie theater. I got to pay for the tickets and I got to buy the popcorn. Well, I already have the popcorn here. So I'm basically spending the same amount that I would out there, right? So subscription-based services, if you're out there and trying to figure out what should you do with your life, you know, think about subscription-based services. They're really wonderful with regards to building, building some type of uh, monthly recurring revenue. Um, a lot of non, a lot of multi-level marketing companies do this. And then they try to do like a buy two and get one free kind of thing or refer to and get one free. I say stop the referral services, make something that's affordable enough that people can pay your monthly fee all the time and get what they need from you. Therefore, they don't leave you. Make sure that they're, that the product itself is satisfying the need that you told the customer you're there to satisfy. People will stay with it. Um, rather than people staying with the product, a lot of times this is where multi-level marketing fails people. A lot of people stay with a product for the business itself. But if the product itself is not producing something and all you, gotta, all you have to believe in is the... Um, the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The compensation plan. If all you have to believe in is a compensation plan, then people will walk away from it. Somebody wants to charge you $100 a month for something that you didn't even know that you needed six months ago. They better be a pretty darn good sales rep and they need to have 
um, really great follow-on skills through the entire time and they need to have outstanding customer service in order to try to keep you there. I, I will not forget um, trying to cancel my cable and being asked several times why I wasn't keeping the cable. The guy asked me several different ways and I said, dude, I already told you three times. We're only using the internet. We have not used the cable box. I've had this thing for a year and I just saw that I can get this for $40 less if I get rid of the cable. Get rid of it. The guy's like, well, you're gonna pay more for the internet. I'm still paying less <laughs> by $40 a month if I just get the internet. I was like, okay. I only had to ask him. only had to repeat that three times. This is good sales. You can't do that in the banking industry though because that is uh, unacceptable practices. But anyway, <sighs> what am I talking about this week? I'm talking about everything. The, the world itself has gone nuts. Um, and so we've got to stay focused on our goals and our dreams and making sure that we take a little bit or minimal amount of progress toward them every day. One of the things that I just, I just, you know, on Friday, one of the reasons why I did not get this done is because I spent a little time talking to mentors on Friday instead of talking to myself, which is what I'm doing here. <laughs> um, one of the things that I did is I talked to a mentor about some things, some goals that I have outside of doing a podcast and all these other things and some really big dreams that I want in regards to having a, a service, building services. And um, while we're talking through that, start talking about the major elements of a web page. And if you're looking at the major elements of a web page, if you're a developer, you know that, and it actually, you can see this visually, you have a navigation, right? You have your content in the middle of the page, you have a header with your brand or whatever, and then you have a footer that might have like your, your links to all the other little things like your about page and your careers page or whatever, right? But each one of those pieces can be developed independently of each other and then work together. Oftentimes our goals are the same way. The main thing is to make sure that you break down what you need and build those little pieces one at a time. Don't get frustrated because you don't see the big picture. <laughs> That's the biggest thing. A lot of us get, I want to be a millionaire. All right, so I'm going to start trading Forex. Okay, I put $1,000 into a trading account. I've demoed for six months or demoed for 60 days. All right, I get into my first trade on my live account and oh my gosh, it fails. Oh, why am I not making money in this thing? It doesn't work. It's a scam, blah, 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 blah. In reality, you turn around, you watch the news or you hear something in the, the trading industry and you find out about some student in in uh, New York that was learning how to trade took you know, $1,000 of this family's money and turned it into a million dollars and then lost it all, right? <laughs> or the kid that, uh, unfortunately, this is not actually funny, but sad, a young man, it lost all of his money back in April and committed suicide after the market did the opposite of what he was expecting it to do. The market has totally recovered um, and he made a couple of bad decisions when he was trading, but you don't have to do that. You don't have to, and trading is just one place, right? You can build these things really small. Development is just one place. Build these things really small. I like the idea of someone who decides they want to travel around the world. They go and they sit down with someone, maybe a, a travel consultant or a friend who has also traveled around the world, right? And they say, well, what's the first thing you do? Well, you need to go get a passport. <laughs> okay. So you take that first thing, first things first, let me go get a passport. I'm telling you, when you take the first step, everything else comes up. A friend of mine actually did this. 
went, they told the person, I want to go to Mexico. And there was this other place that they wanted to go. And the person was like, well, do you have a passport? No, I don't have a passport. Man, you should really get a passport. The moment you get a passport, it seems like the world literally opens up to you. Person was like, yeah, right. So they went and got a passport. They took the first step, fill out the application, pay the fee, go to the post office, get the thing uh, certified and then send it off, right? Did the, did the, did the first steps. And they turned around after doing those first steps, they're still doing their digging on travel websites. The passport arrives six weeks later because the passport is slow. Passport arrives six weeks later and all of a sudden a trip comes up. The trip of their dreams, it doesn't cost $5,000 like they thought it was going to be. It wound up being 350. They had the passport, they spent the $350, flew round trip, stayed in a hotel for four days. It was to Jamaica and came home. And they were like, I took my first trip, yay! Because they had the document, the first step first, take those first steps. And while you take those first steps in those positions where you gotta wait, keep building, keep dreaming, keep refining your goal. We call it uh, in web development, we call it grooming and refining, right? We take a big thing and we say, okay, I need to break it out in these sections, all right? In the refinement process, I say, what are the tasks that I need to do in order to complete these little big sections? Well, I write out the little task and I start to do them or I put them into a story. When I get ready to do this bigger piece, now I know exactly what I need to do because I did the refinement and then I just do those tasks along the side and I go, oh, it's done. Look, it's pretty. You're gonna build a garden, right? First thing you gotta do. What kind of soil do you have? You might need to till it. So you do that, that's your first step. You gotta get your seeds, you gotta get the soil that you need, you gotta water it. You gotta know what you're going to plant, right? You can't just go, oh, I'm gonna build a garden. What do you want in the garden? I don't know. What's the best thing for me to build, to, to, to grow out here in Texas? Go and talk to someone, look it up, do some research. That's the refinement process. Some people call it a research spike, right? Before I start to do the work, let me find out everything that I need to do. Build it out, make it those little things that you want, take them and make them beautiful. You can make these things beautiful just by taking the small things first. Start with the small stuff, don't sweat it, just do it. Don't sweat the small stuff, eh, it's all small stuff. Take those little pieces, break them down into even smaller ones, refinement, and build it together. When you want something, things will, when you want it and you start to take action toward it, it starts to come to you. Some people say, um, what you do, when you take one step toward God, God takes one step toward you, right? I think it's more like when you take one step toward God, God takes 10 steps toward you because his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts, but his steps are a heck of a lot different than ours. Otherwise, we'd be like, okay, Okay, it's a little too much. Slow down, slow down. So as you're thinking about your goals, thinking about what is it that I want to do with my life? Where, which way, which direction am I going to go? What is this big goal? After you've written that story and you start to go, okay, I need leverage. How do I do that? Leverage in trading, for example, is putting money away so that you have money to invest. <laughs> money to trade. You do not want to trade money that you need for other things. Plain and simple. A long time ago, people used to tell you you needed to have half of your income 
saved up for a year before you could trade. I don't think that's necessary. I think you need to have a habit of saving, period. Whether it's $5 a week or $10 a week, or, or some people, I like to say, set a savings goal, right? I'm going to, as I try to tell people, save, save for the, the, the account we want, right? Put $96 away per pay period. Do that. Put money away. Get in the habit of doing it. One day you'll wake up and you go, oh, I appreciate the fact that I have $1,000 put away. Here's an easy way to do it. For all of you Cash App users out there like me, get the Cash App, don't get the card. I got the card because I like to, I, I have a certain amount of money in my Cash App that I use for spending and then the rest is for investing, all right? I have no money invested in Bitcoin right now because it hit 12,000 and I knew once it hit 12,000, it was going to drop hard and it has it's down to 10 it was down to 10 last night last i checked yesterday i haven't seen it today 10 10 5 right so no it was about 10 4 when i looked at yeah i looked at it briefly this morning but that was like four o'clock in the morning because i was up for some random reason but when you're looking at putting money away and investing if you don't have anything to invest it's pointless. So, and then, and that's the, the, the big, the big thing, you know, when you talk to an investment advisor, they start you off with something small, like a mutual fund at $25 a month or $50 a month or hundred dollars a month, put money away in a mutual fund or to a, a, a money market account, right? The checking account, money market account type things, right? People have you put that money away and they get you life insurance, right? That's what most of them do. They have you put some money away and then you get you into a life insurance policy. So now you got both. Your life insurance is taking $75 or $80 or $100 out of your, your account a month because you, if you're talking to a really good life insurance policy person, they're going to try to get you a million dollars in life insurance because that's about as much as the average person earns over a lifetime. So put a million dollars out. Um, and then, and then <laughs> I don't know if that's a good one or if that's just the common practice, but that's what they do. And then you're putting some money away. So now you, you've got that money being put away and then you get to a point where you've built up enough money to where you can lower that life insurance premium down because you don't need a hundred million dollars or a million dollars at the end of life. You probably need about 500,000 because you got money put away. <laughs> and you've taken it off to where you can invest it or um, someone would tell you um, putting money away for your kid for college if you're willing to put away $25 a month from the time the child is born by the time they're 18 they have over a million dollars in a bank or if you're willing to put $25 a month when they start at when they start kindergarten they have enough money for college when they graduate that is some serious stuff you mean to tell me that I can pay for my child's education by building? See, compound interest is, and I'm, I'm going to say this really quickly, and then I'm going to get back onto the big gold thing right again. Compound interest is not something the bank gives you. It's something you do yourself. You put more money into it. If you leave an account stagnant, you're not going to make any money. Like you can tell people this when you're trading. You made $100 in a trade. Nice. Did you save any money this week? Yes. Now put some more money aside. Either put it into a savings account or put it into a trading account and keep building. You want to build your leverage up so that you can have the bigger goal. That's how you break down those big things. You put them in the smaller things. How can I do this? You look at those little tiny things and then you write out a plan. That's how people get those plans that take them to the next level. They take the big stuff, break it out into smaller pieces, they refine it, and then they take action on those little 
tiny refinements in one block. They say, okay, for this week, I'm gonna fill out that passport uh, application. I'm going to get the copy of my birth certificate. I'm going to go to the passport office and I'm gonna fill out the thing and I'm gonna be done with it. That's life. That's how you do it. That's how you live through it. That's how you make it happen. <sighs> well, I think I've spoken quite a bit. I'm excited about next week. Tomorrow's Labor Day. I am still going to record a cast because I missed two days. And I probably have some more to do because I missed two days because I kept giving these billion dollar ideas on the on the call. And I'm like, ah, well, I'm, you know, on the recording and on the call because I'm doing this on my phone. Um, and then I'm like, okay, I can't give this away. Not yet. I think um, if I'm standing in front of the right person, I'll give it away. As long as they give me, hey, I just want a lifetime of flights. If I give you this billion dollar idea for your airline, give me a call. I, I know exactly how to price it. I know exactly how to market it. Everything can be done. Anything is possible. Anything can can happen. And this is a time where we are seeing, and a lot of people may not understand this, and I'm going to say this, at the beginning of the pandemic, I prayed and I said, God, I don't understand what's going on. And I heard the term economic reset. Now, when most people hear economic reset, they think of um, currency being changed over and things like that. Now, that's going to happen eventually. But economic reset is there are a lot of people who would have never gone into business themselves before. But because of the fact that businesses are shutting down around us and people have the money to take advantage of that, there is going to be an economic reset. The also thing, the other big thing that we're dealing with right now is corporate guilt. You've got these large companies that have made billions of dollars as a result billions of dollars in revenue and sales as a result of the needs of people during the pandemic. And as a result, they have all these grants, they have all these business giveaways, all of these tools that people can take advantage of. You can get scholarships, you can get uh, grants that you could have never gotten before. You can get access to applications that you've never had before. Every company from Slack to Springboard to uh, di uh, uh, Discord, that means Springboard for Discord, all of these things, well, Springboard is also offering uh, scholarships that they've never offered before. All these things are coming up as a result of what happened in March and April and May. Everybody had to go home. Nobody could do anything. So they want to save face with the rest of the world. And the easiest way for them to do that is by giving away what they have. They're not going to give it all away. I'll talk about in the next episode, billionaire, uh, blame it on the billionaires. <laughs> And I'm going to tell you why billionaires became trillionaires during the middle of the pandemic. And I'm going to explain asset value because some people don't get that. There's a lot of people who have a crazy thought that if billionaires would just sell everything that they have, we'd solve the problems of the world. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> anyway, see you on the next episode. I'm glad to have you here listening. And once I figure out what my tagline is going to be, I'm thinking, you know, Dr. Frazier Crane on the show, Frazier, I'm listening. Good night, Seattle, and good mental health. No, I haven't figured that one out. If anybody has a suggestion of a tagline, go ahead and let me know what it is. All right. God bless. Have a great weekend.